if you're bringing a bold position like that, you got to be prepared to defend it. It's like the 24-7 hardcore title. If you're going to wear the belt, you need <laughs> yep. to be prepared to defend it at all times. In an airport, in, in, a, in a back alley parking lot, you need to be ready at all times. Somebody might knock on your yep. door in the middle of the night, and you need to be ready to scratch gravel because it is on. When you make yep. statements like that, be prepared. Be prepared. Yeah, everywhere you go now, you're that guy. That's what we are here at Patriot Sports. Every one of us wearing the belt at all times, ready yep. to throw yep. down Come on anything. Come and take it. It's exactly right. It's exactly right. <laughs> What's up, guys? This is Chase Moore, edge rusher for the Michigan Panthers, and you guys are listening into the Patriot Sports Radio. Let's hunt. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. <laughs> Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. Here's Eric, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio, your new favorite podcast. My name is Eric. I am your host. Like it or not, John's not here, but that's okay. We have Chris over there. He's making things go. And we have the coach down in Oklahoma. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm good. Doing good. Doing well. Getting getting fired up about eating some, some Easter dinner. How about you guys? <laughs> yes. I am fired up. I'm two Red Bulls in already. <laughs> It's uh, Easter festivities are already beginning here at the Anderson house. Uh, we love the Lord here. The greatest comeback of all time. <laughs> Jesus Christ versus mortality back in the 33 season. Wow. I don't even know how to top that. <laughs> I have a bit of personal news to share. This will be my last show in this chair. I got a new chair. That's all. My chair sucked. You guys thought I was quitting. <laughs> Chris, did you lock the door? Baker Mayfield wants to come here and boo us. Did you hear that? Baker Mayfield wants to go boo people at work. He wants to boo people in their yeah. cubicle. He was on a podcast. It was called the You Never Know podcast, talking about everybody who's wronged him and all the chips on his shoulder. I mean, here's the deal. Well, number one, first and foremost, if you want to go on a podcast and piss and bitch, you pick the wrong one. <laughs> you, you, you get on this one, you talk about sports with real people, not the 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 what's happening show across the street well, you get on the patriot sports radio and you and, and you want to be on a podcast come on a podcast otherwise you're pissing in the ocean <laughs> so you lost me right there but anyhow yeah. go ahead he's doing it all wrong it's like there's a way to manufacture the chip on your shoulder that motivates you but he's doing it in a way that like drags him down I wonder, is Watson going to get these commercials? Or are they going to do homeless with Baker Mayfield commercials now where he's just wandering around looking for a stadium? Hey, the real question is, where is he going to end up? He's got no play in this argument. None. And, and, and so it's, it's become, I want to go to Indianapolis, and I want to go to the prom with the, with the hot guy and from the fun area code and the great side of town. But now you've got no invitations. No invitations to prom for Baker. He's sitting at home, stuffing his face with, the, with, with, with Dunkin' Donuts, wondering what's going to happen while everybody else goes to the dance. Remember, you guys... When it started out, it was, I hope, I think I'm going to end up in Indianapolis. Yep. And, and, and they were like, yeah, hey, we think so too. <laughs> yep. Not happening. <laughs> and they ended up going with a real quarterback in, 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 and one that's tenfold better in Ryan. 
And uh, and then so then he comes on the podcast and he says maybe maybe the destination is Seattle. Maybe. Yeah. I think that's a farce too. I, I I don't think that's reality. Probably not. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? He was. I think he's think? gonna end up on a bench somewhere bitching about it all season and he'll end up being the focus of the attention there. Oh, he's he's definitely gonna be a distraction. Yeah. He's just obsessed with whoever doesn't like him. He said at Oklahoma he would he would find one person in the crowd who was was talking shit. He's like a high schooler the number of times he brings up who's talking shit about him. And he's like, I'd just pick out that person. And every time we did something, I'd point to them and be like, dude, you're no, that's just some Johnny nobody. You're a, you're the quarterback of a Big 12 program. Like you need to concern yourself with what that linebacker is doing on third down, not what this drunk in the stands thinks. Hey, do you guys remember the Kansas game? Do you remember what an ass he made of himself in the Kansas game when they played Kansas and they they came out for the they came out for the handshake and I guess Kansas didn't shake his hand, which I mean Kansas was o for infinity and had nothing to lose. So I don't know who who thought that would be a good idea, but they they did they didn't shake his hand during the coin toss. So from then on, he played the role of the ass, just grabbing himself and and pointing yep. at the you know grabbing his crotch and pointing at the sidelines after everything happened. You guys remember that? Yep. I I mean that's classic Baker. People here love it. People name their dogs after him or whatever. I I think I mean don't get me wrong. He's a he's a great story out of college. You know, the kid got paid a lot of money to go to Cleveland and maybe he got dealt the Cleveland Browns, but he knew that he was getting that when he went there. I mean, Cleveland does Cleveland things. They're the Browns. They, they've been the Browns for 150 years. One guy does not change the momentum of a franchise in that particular arena, but he went there and, and now it's their fault and they traded him evil and, you know, yada, yada, yada. I get tired of the Baker story. I, and 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 like I said, if you want to come and talk real sports, then come on Patriot Sports Network. Otherwise, just shut up. Just you're not helping yourself out. You're going on other podcasts. First off, that's that's ridiculous. How dare Second you? off, why 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 How are you why you? are you talking right now, Baker? Why? Because he loves he loves to talk. <laughs> yeah, uh, he does. He loves to talk about Baker. Baker loves to talk yeah, about Baker. He loves to but, talk about people who are talking about Baker. Well, I mean, hey, let me ask you this. I mean. What's a good a good fit for him would be what? The Steelers? Go battle it out with Mitch Trubisky? He might be able to win that job, probably not. I think the Seattle deal's all but done. You think he's going to Seattle, Chris? Yeah, I do. So what's that stable look like? What's Seattle look like? Bad. They're not any good. That doesn't make him better. No, I'm asking, who's he got to fight for the starting job there? Who's he got to fight to get the starting job? Who's there? They got Teddy Two Gloves or somebody up there? No, I Geno Smith and Drew Locke. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, they're going to be bad. Okay. That's why wow. they, <laughs> I mean, and he'll That's sell why. tickets, especially when he's standing behind, behind uh, somebody bitching about not getting playing time. Oh man. Him and Drew Locke in the same locker room. That'd be the most annoying place on earth. You know, you got, you got Drew Locke and him and Pete Carroll. There's, there's too much, too much sauce on that. In a miserable fucking city. That is a miserable city now. That used to be it's a nice garbage. city to be. I it's saw a video out now. of Seattle the other day. There was a car in the middle of an intersection, fully engulfed in flames, and a man 
leaning up against a building, just relieving himself on the sidewalk. I'm pretty sure that's what the that's what the d- defund the police gets you. Uh, so, and then the video from last the video from last night in Seattle, these this car was going around and just hitting people, like hit this lady. Boom, in the intersection, they both jump out. They rob her, jump back in and leave. And then they went to another intersection, smacked a dude. It's all on. They're following him on these cameras. Hit another guy in the intersection, robbed him and took off. They're just hitting people to rob him. Hmm. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Well, maybe they can uh, call their community watch organization since they defunded all the yeah. police there. They'll so. send some counselors. Yeah. Yes, let's, absolutely. Let's it's probably in the the community. The community watch is in yeah. the third tier. We're gonna, yeah. They, they just, We're going to have social workers in the parking somebody, lot at the pick and save. Just, you know, honor system. Come and tell us what's going somebody on. Somebody probably needed a hug. Yeah. It was probably, probably needed a hug, something like that. A lot of I parents dropping a All lot right. of balls <laughs> along the way. Yeah. <laughs> yep, we got way too much sports. Rogers is skipping voluntary OTAs, which I'm pretty sure he always does, but they make it a news story a lot. And they did give him $50 million, so, you know, maybe show up. He's got stuff yeah. to do. He's got he ayahuasca got a girlfriend to yet? fucking drink or whatever and trips to take. Has he got a, got a new girlfriend yet? We should start a chart on the next uh, Rogers fling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyhow. Are they getting back together? Him and uh, Shailene Woodley. Who? That actress who I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm a dad, so what do I know? I don't know who's famous anymore or whatever, but she looks like about a Hollywood six and a half, so I don't know what what other skills she might possess or if she's just serving the purpose of image. I'm not sure. I was always kind of, kind of fond of Danica. (laughs) (laughs) She is divisive. Danica, whoever his girlfriend is up here, we hate because every loss is her fault. (laughs) Absolutely. She takes the blame, but you know, Danica, they said it was Danica for a long time, but you know, I kind of got to think that a chick is, Middle of the road maintenance that drives a NASCAR. I just something about her screamed that she could not be as high maintenance as some of the other ones that he's picked. But I'm I'm telling you what, man, uh, money can buy whatever you want. So good luck to him. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I've reached a breaking point with my beard, guys. It's the time tested yeah. strategy of just tweezing out the gray hairs. And keeping myself young is I'm I'm fighting an unwinnable war at this point. It's sheer numbers that I'm tweezing. Yeah. Oh, I'm a vain hairs. son of a bitch. I spend four or five minutes a day taking maybe a dozen gray hairs out of my face. And as long as you keep up on it, you stay you stay five years younger. But now I'm just overwhelmed. <laughs> and it's not well spaced out either. It's just patches here. So I have to either have complete bald spots on my face. Or just have white pads. Like, like Chris, right here. Chris has a great distribution. <laughs> Look at that. It's evenly distributed. You know, it looks like uh, salt and pepper, as they say. I have just two piles Won't of salt. Why don't you hit the Grecian? Oh, no, I can't do it. They don't make this color. Come on. The man can't make this. It man looks can't so, make this It hue. looks so natural, no one can tell. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen the commercials? It looks so natural, That's no one can say. tell. I don't believe The them. chicks in the commercials dig it. That's what they. That's another thing. We'll put that to the test. The ladies say it's attractive. We'll find out. Hey, that that might be a poll we need yep. to put up. Uh, beard or yep, no maybe beard? I look more the young, more uh, sophisticated, young and charming. Eric. Maybe go, Chris's mother in law might love me more than him at this point. That's how charming I was when I met her yesterday. I tell you what, 
Well, I can tell you, I, I, if if she can cook anywhere remotely close to like what's going on in the Anderson Casa there, I'd, I'd grab. Oh, a Oh, they whole. told me something about these thin pancakes that they fry in oil. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try some of these. There. Yeah, something about uh, Kate says she only has one cast iron skillet. Apparently, there's a cast iron skillet involved, and oh uh, they're like crepes almost. I was told. I don't know. We got, got into you. a whole thing. I, you know, I get one hundred percent of the moms who have ever met me like me. You, you put a mom 100. in front of me and just, just get yourself a pen and pad because you're gonna want to write this down. Nice. I'm about to show you how it's done. Yeah. Doesn't matter I like it. how I know their daughter, where they come from, what our background is. Moms love me. I see you got the uh, Houston Gamblers gear on. <laughs> 11 a.m. Right kickoff on. for the Panthers-Gamblers game tomorrow morning. Right, right about when the ham's starting to smell good. There might be some yep. deviled eggs nice. coming out. You could go sneak one in. Yeah. The good stuff, man. The good stuff. Oh, I got or, you. or you're Easter at church. Ham. Sorry, somebody. Easter ham is a good ham. <laughs> nice. Hey, the Schwan nice. man brought ours today. When, where are we at on the Birmingham trip? postponed oh okay okay <laughs> all right rained out hey when we put uh when we put oak down i was like i can't leave you might come back to a uh hartford city pound right you might come yeah, back to yeah, a, yeah. a whole zoo yeah all their dogs yeah all of them yeah all of yep. them everyone you got load them up yep. get them in I here i thought about going That's by myself I but i was like eh, i don't feel like i need a cameraman i need a guy to bounce my ideas off of i can't yeah. be down there in a strange land trying to find my own barbecue yeah you can't do that you can't you end up you'll end up hijacked and i had, i had a buddy did that once in vegas and he woke up and the mini bar was cleaned out and his wallet was gone seen it a million times <laughs> <laughs> Seen it a million times. <laughs> Anyhow, so uh, where are we at on the uh, new edition there, Chris? Yeah. Still, still on it? I heard I, I heard, heard there's going to be a puppy. I heard we're getting a new mascot at Patriot Sports headquarters. Yep. Her name's uh, going to be Sweet Tea. She is a right now a five-week-old basset hound. That's what hound. I'm talking Try about. Basset oh, hound. No, well, she'll be eight weeks on Mother's Day Perfect. weekend, so we make it bring her here at nine weeks. I will have her trained by six months to jump up in this chair and tell everybody that she loves them when Eric asks her to. I'm gonna, I like. It. I'm gonna come over here. I'm gonna be just getting that dog to howl all the time. I love it. That never gets old with me, especially if the owner gets pissed. Basset hounds have the most <laughs> annoying bark in the history of barks. I do it to my sister all the time. She's got this little chihuahua that I don't know. It's like 4% wolf. Yeah. Thing loves to howl and she gets pissed, <laughs> which makes it even more fun. All right, man. All right. Enough, enough. We got to get, we got to get to, some, we got to get to some real stuff here. Listen, uh, I'm, I'm going to start this off with uh, my white hot Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> oh man. They, 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 uh, Man, hey, listen, that 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 over is looking pretty strong, my man. Pretty strong. <laughs> They're a good percentage of the way there already. Hey, we, we're we're just we're just we're just taking names. What we are. Hey, I have money on them on the money line today. On the money so, line tonight. I mean, that's where that's the turnaround. Baltimore's. <laughs> hey, let me just tell you, I've <laughs> I've got my I got my Baltimore gear in route. I will be wearing it on the show here in the near future. <laughs> nice. A Baltimore Orioles fan. Hey, I, I love it. If you, I mean, I wasn't until you made me one. You, you did this. 
I've created a villain. Created. That's right. I I want to. I get on board the the one that everybody says can't do. I'm 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 on that. <laughs> oh shit! I forgot we signed Sammy Watkins. We did sign Sammy Watkins. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he's going to be a, exactly the replacement for Adams that we were looking for. He's probably going to have a career year at 67 years old, and I'm pretty sure that we're gonna we're gonna win it all with him. I mean, that's what I feel like. Hopefully they put him up on the lift and checked underneath because uh, that guy's got some mileage. That guy is hurt. He's always going to be hurt. He's going to be hurt here in Green Bay. So we didn't sign anything. That's going to be great in practice maybe and give us a couple of games maybe, but we don't have a wide receiver. He's not good. He's not fucking good. (laughs) He's definitely not Devontae Adams. I mean, before we even get into football, let's, uh, let's talk about the fact that he thinks the earth is flat. He believes lizard people are real. I don't want that negative seven wonderlick score in my fucking locker room. Good luck. Alan Lazard is never going to convince this guy he's a real person. There's no way. I'm I'm, I'm just saying, I, I don't blame him on the lizard deal as much as the flat earth thing. I, I can get a hold of the lizard people thing. Uh, I think that there, that might, there <laughs> might be a shred of, 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 Maybe, maybe it, it may be true. I don't know. But the flat earth deal, there you, are you lost me. Um, I got a globe in my room that says otherwise. So um, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to choose to see the positive in this. And maybe, uh, you know, his name brings somebody from Buffalo that likes it to be in the cold weather or Kansas City or somebody that likes Zuckerberg him. could be a lizard person. He doesn't look real. Yeah. I don't know. Well, here's I, a g- I, I didn't think that was the uh, the the do- the sparklers and uh, and fireworks that I really no. wanted to see in the off season. But no, this is classic Packers reaching the bargain bin, <laughs> pull out a fucking wide receiver who was good seven years ago, and then point to Aaron Rodgers and say, "Oh, he'll make him better." This guy's oh. a six, but Rodgers will make him a six. It's like the draft coming up. We start hearing all these rumors about you know, wide receivers that could be available. And we're walking down the aisle and looking at all the shiny new Justin Jefferson's and DK Metcalf's and Cooper cups. And you're like, Ooh, the DK Metcalf is on sale. Can we get that one? Can we get that one? And your mom's like, no, we got wide receivers at home. This is the wide receiver at home that mom is talking about fucking 2022 Sammy Watkins who hasn't, I don't know. I think he cracked a thousand yards one time in his life. Well, I can tell this is you football. This is football hospice. That's what we're doing. We should have traded Rogers and fuck it. Started over. Instead, we brought in this half ass wide receiver. Who's going to make it not as bad. We're still not going to win the Super Bowl. It's still going to end badly, but he's going to make it a little more tolerable. This guy, he's, he's a, he's a football hospice nurse. That's what he is. He's here to make the downfall. Not so painful. Well, him and my, uh, him and my 08 Honda Accord got a lot in common. They, uh, they they've got about the same number of miles on them. They clatter a little bit. I don't know. Should I hope they got him checked? My fear is this was the move that they're gonna after they don't do anything on draft day. They're gonna try and like package this somehow and say, oh no, see we got uh, we got Sammy Watkins and Alan Lazard looks real good in, in camp. Shut the fuck up. Where is DK Metcalf? Right. Why is he not here? That we just talked about. They got Geno Smith. You don't need a DK Metcalf. You live in a trailer now. You don't need a Ferrari. Right. 
give us the Ferrari so we can drive it to our good job. Right. Where we no. win games. See, you're you're hundred percent right on that. Seattle has no use for DK Metcalf right now. They have no they I, I don't even understand why they're entertaining keeping him. They they ought to be trading for draft picks. And I I mean, you put you put Rodgers and Metcalf together, well, you've got something. I mean, you can build around that. Oh. That 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 gets you excited as a Packer fan, but right now I'm just like, oh man, we we went out and spent some some sweet coin on a on a on a 08 Honda Accord. Yep, which is nice. <laughs> it's classy. Don't get me wrong, you know. But I mean, hopefully we didn't overpay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about week well, four. About about week four, she's going to be due for a new timing chain. <laughs> yep. Well, when he has that three touchdown game, that's when you got to trade his ass. In real life, just like fantasy football, when Watkins has that game, you fucking unload him immediately. It's Cash just, out. It's just you might have to sit on him till week ten to figure that out. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna sit through a lot of duds week one through one through nine. He's gonna be hurt by week ten. He he ain't playing in week ten. In well, week ten, he's on a bike on the sideline, rowing and pedaling. Well, people forget too. It it gets cold in Green Bay. People don't like to play in the cold. Those, I mean, those. Let's face it. Those guys are racehorses. Racehorses don't run in in in, the, in when it's snowing. They don't. No, they go. They go to Miami. They go. They go to Miami. Right. Yeah. But so so we got a we got a we got a three legged racehorse. But so. we could have had DK. DK is a cold. Look at that man. That man's a, he could play in cold weather. I mean. That guy, that guy's built like a tank. He doesn't care if it's cold. You want that guy to catch a pass in the snow? He's all there. He's all there. You, when's the last time you saw DK Metcalf miss a start? He's also like 17 years old. I mean, why, yeah. why could we? Why could we have not got the new Maserati instead? Ah, uh, uh, this Honda's reliable. Yeah, this is this is just a little bit better than what we got Devin Funches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This this sounds a whole lot like the Funches move. That was a. That was a lot of sparkle and fade. Man, that guy, now he's selling Kenmore's. <laughs> yep. Anyhow. All right, what else we got? See this Cam Newton interview where he talked about how uh, not enough women know how to cook and be quiet anymore? <laughs> no, I did not. No, I didn't. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's he was. Shaping the Hearts and Minds Tour? Is that what that was called? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try, trying to squeak out my 14th and 15th minute of fame? Cam probably ought to be worried about how he can uh, possibly get in a booth somewhere and talk about sports right now. He's in his 15th minute. There, I, don't, I don't know that there's a whole lot of people knocking down the door to get to, to Cam Newton these days. No, probably not. He's, he's probably got some uh, fashion deals and so forth. Yeah, he said women should cater to a man's needs and know when to be quiet. <laughs> which that's a bold statement these days but also why is it okay for a woman to say you need to be six feet tall and make 100k what is the difference and also let's <laughs> not pretend let's not pretend that all the best food we've ever had was made by a woman <laughs> i don't i don't even know what to say about that other than cam cam probably ought to be in the want ads right now instead of being on other ridiculous podcasts you're not on Patriot Sports. You shouldn't even be on a podcast. Again. Really? Again, what are you doing? I mean, I don't know. The the USFL guys got it figured out. I don't know why these these yeah. NFL guys can't figure it out. There's one podcast. The rest of them, yeah. they're crap. 
you you they're gonna you're going to get on there. Today. Someone's going to they're going to coin your little soundbite. They're going to put you on uh, TMZ. Next thing you know, or one of those bush league deals. Next thing you know, you, you got nothing. They're they're canceling you. You need to get on Patriot Sports Radio. You're not going to get canceled over here. We'll nope. let you say whatever you want. No, exactly. You, he could have came on here and said that. Yep. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm all for free speech. Kate and Brandy if, might have something to say. <laughs> if you're bringing a if you're bringing a bold position like that, you got to be prepared to defend it. It's like the 24 seven hardcore title. If you're going to wear the belt, you need <laughs> yep. to be prepared to defend it at all times. In an airport, in, in, a, in a back alley parking lot, you need to be ready at all times. Somebody might knock on your yep. door in the middle of the night, and you need to be ready to scratch gravel because it is on. When you make yep. statements like that, be prepared. Be prepared. Yeah, everywhere you go now, you're that guy. That's what we are here at Patriot <laughs> Sports. Every one of us wearing the belt at all times, ready yep. to throw yep. down come on and, anything. Come and take it. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> John somewhere is in the Mediterranean going, what What in the world, these guys? He's not coming back. He's not. He probably just said, hey, this one guy, all he does is make wrestling references. The other guy talks about food. That's it. Anyhow. They say they're Packers fans, but all they do is bitch about the team. I don't know what's going <laughs> all on All they do is there, bitch but... about the Packers and talk shit about the Bears, which is pretty much I every mean... – that's in the Packers manual when you sign up, yep. by the way. I live in constant fear of the day John wises up and leaves us in the dust. Yeah. That, 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 <laughs> it may have already taken place. Every time I get a new picture of him, he's in some, some country overseas uh, wearing some clam diggers with a hot chick. He's at the castle where they whacked Napoleon today. Uh, he's just trotting the globe. The, he's the international man of mystery. He truly is. <laughs> he truly is. <laughs> oh. I think uh, I think Chris is developing a healthy gambling habit over there. Yeah. He's been winning some money. Yeah, that's all yep. right. Well, look, what you yep. got? He's got to figure it out. I know you're on the he's O's gotta, today, which is the right. I got to figure it better today. than I do. I'm on the Who's, the, brew? Who's the crew got today? St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, that's oh. right. I wanted to go. To, I wanted to go to the game tonight, but alas, nobody <laughs> wants to go with me. Maybe I'll go on. Maybe I'll go on the dating apps and post that I have two free tickets to the Brewers game. And get a gold. You need, need to get the swiping, man. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Yes, that's sir. the trick. I'll, I'm gonna, I'll let you know where I've been getting these picks. I, it's my buddy at Game On Podcast, and he's about to jump on here. You'll meet him. Awesome. His name's Will. He's That's really cool. awesome. Bring, bring he, Will on. Let's talk some yeah, gambling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're fixing to. Let's get ready to gamble. <laughs> Just give him a little bit. Uh, yeah, so he'll come on and talk a little bit about uh, what he's got going on over First question. Giannis is scoring 45 points tonight. True or false? True. Ooh. Ooh. You guys. You guys got Yikes. buck fever. I don't know what happened. <laughs> got I don't know fever. what happened, but Chris is over there fading the bucks. I, hey, I'm fading the spread. <laughs> you can take him you on got the money buck line. Fever tonight. <laughs> yep, he's excited. Got the Houston Gambler shirt on. You're ready, ready for game time. Yeah. Absolutely. So that starts gotta, to uh, six thirty tonight. That yep. nice. Have, have you been seeing that commercials and such? I'm seeing them everywhere. It's really I've, they're doing I've some seen big them stuff. A little bit down here, what not as much. Not as Fox much News. as ice. Yeah. They're hey, Matt is trying to plug it. Our girl Madison was on, uh, was on, uh, what's that? Fox and friends in the morning. Oh, nice. Wednesday nice. morning. If you go back and look at that, she was doing her thing. Yep. She's super famous. I saw a uh, big game. Bob is going to be a, a coach for the, uh, 
XFL, and I saw that Wade Phillips, Bum's yep. son, Bum's kid Wade. Terrell Buckley, former Green Bay Packers cornerback. Terrell Burnt Toast Buckley is now an XFL coach. Yeah, people used to mail him burnt pieces of toast. <laughs> because he would get smoked all the time by wide receivers. I, w- I will tell you this. He was a great player in college. He was a great one out of Florida State. Awesome at Florida State. Yep. Again, another cornerback you can't predict. You, can, you can't tell exactly. if these guys are going to be good. Hey guys, so I've been meaning to talk to you, man. Uh, we we've we've got to we've got to set up the uh, the draft special. We've got the draft coming yeah. up. We've got I huge do like things. A live thing. I've got a couple of uh, cats really wanting to talk about the draft. I got the 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 Oracle and his sidekick. Uh, so, Are they going to uh, get in with us a little bit? That, they're in. They're in. Okay. I talked to nice. both of them this week, and they're ready to come on and. Uh, They've got a pretty good breakdown of the draft. Um, I think uh, good because I don't. We've got we've got uh, we got the Oracle. He's he's talking about strategy that the Packers may or may not use. And then you have uh, uh, Coy's a Chiefs fan, so he, he he'll have he'll have a good insight on that. We've been talking. He was uh, Oklahoma high school sports writer of the year this year. He got an award this week. Nice. Who did? Yeah, Look at he's, that. he's coming on with us, Coy. Coy did. He got that. He did. He did. Sports writer of the year. Wow. What a kid, man. He's going to be here for the draft special. I told him I'm locking him in. He, Eric's going to be impressed yeah. by these two young boys or young men. Yeah. They're young men now. They are sharp. They are. They I'm going to have ridiculous. to break the very bad news to him that people just don't read anymore. <laughs> yeah. He probably does know, does know that, but, uh, but that's awesome. We can. Well, he's really good at talking. We are really fortunate, Patriot Sports, that Chris, yeah. Uh, yeah. that Chris, the people we know, had uh, the foresight to uh, make the Oracle seventeen <laughs> yeah. years yeah. ago, and that and to raise him in an aspect that he would know to only to become best friends with the Oracle number two, the only two that <laughs> like the, you can only put those two together when they come together. Adam Shifter, Shifter, Shifter. Whatever the hell you say, that guy from ESPN. He's a fucking this. nerd. Who cares? Yeah, these two, these two are ridiculous. They will come with a draft analysis that will rival anyone in the country. I, I can tell you, I will Beautiful. put them up against anyone in the country, and more than likely, we will come out on the right end of that. This is just going to be a lot of it's me be sitting fun. in my new comfy chair and yes. just uh, watching people do stuff. Hey, get you a pen and pad and take some notes. Take some notes. These guys are going to bring the heat. Uh, I know how to introduce people. When it comes to the draft, I don't know shit about fuck. My attention has been 5,000 other places. Uh, Will, uh, you guys ready? You guys want to talk a little NBA sports betting? Let's do it. Let's talk talk a little Trey Young Hawks. There he is. What's up, man? What's going on? Welcome, man. Welcome, welcome. Nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you, man. Where Where are you coming to us from? Where are you at? Washington State. Washington State. That's what I'm talking about. Cougar country. Oh, yeah. Go Cougs, baby. Hey, listen, man. You're a Coug fan. Let me tell you about a little kid we got going up there. A uh, little kid named named uh, Andre Dollar. You know anything about him? No. Well, you will. He's a, okay. He's a, he's a great tight end. He came from uh, Mustang, Oklahoma. His dad is uh, named Sam Dollar. He's a defensive coordinator here uh, in, in Mustang, Oklahoma, or here right up the street. But his son... 
I, I believe it was a four-star tight end. Anyhow, they, they got him. He actually committed to Oregon and then decommitted and went to Washington State. Smartest decision of his life right there. Uh, I don't I know what you guys blues. got going on on in Pullman. <laughs> Must be something in the water. Uh, it's, uh, they don't have water there. It's bush light. I got you. Nice. That's probably <laughs> what drew him in. That and they told him there was a chick behind every tree. <laughs> it's true. They said that to me once at Panhandle State in Goodwill, Oklahoma. And let me just tell you, there's about four trees in the whole county. <laughs> there's a school called Panhandle State. You got to be fucking kidding me. Nope. Nope. That's exactly. Hey, awesome. the the fighting Aggie, sir. And you watch your tone. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just tell you, they were. Let me tell you, back in back in '96, I know a young upstart that that got got a little bit of time for the uh, Fighting Aggies, blocked a punt in Winfield, Kansas, sir. Although we lost by three. <laughs> the PATs. blocker and round the world. That's right. I'll tell you one thing about my Cougs. <laughs> Go ahead. Is uh, man, uh, there's not much. So I was at Washington State. I did three years undergrad, and I did pharmacy school there as well. But it was up in Spokane, so it was a couple hours away. We went down for the games. Um, there was not many times that you get excited being a Cougar football fan, <laughs> but when you do, it's a lot of fun. And God, I had a blast the year Minshew was there. And I just, the, the one thing about it is I'm like, I wish oh, he would have been there Minchu longer than just Leach, one year. It was me? so fun. Yeah. So much fun. I grew my mustache out. I don't know how many times. <laughs> hey, let me ask you. You had Minshew and Leach on the same sideline, did you not? Talk oh, about a fucking dream can I tell you, team. Let me dude. tell you something about Leach. Let me tell you a story about Leach. I can't wait. Uh, I, I can't ran wait. into him. So I ran into him several times. He, you, know, you hear stories about him. He's just he, the dude loves to walk. So like, I'll be walking to campus. Uh, they call it call it building your cougar calves because everything's on a goddamn hill there. <laughs> and uh, so he, he just and he'll 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 stop talk to you whatever. He's just a friendly guy. Everything you hear about him's true. The the first year he was there, we were god awful. Not not any different than any other year, but we were god awful. We only won one game that year, but it was the Apple Cup and it was home. And everyone everyone always leaves for Thanksgiving break, right? And I I, I like staying. I just go. I'll see I'll see my family when it's Christmas time. I'm like I got finals coming up after this shit, and I'm like I'm just gonna stay here and party. And so uh, went to the game. It's known. It sucks. Anyways, we end up coming back. Winning that game, Leach got a $25,000 bonus, I think it was, uh, for winning the Apple Cup as part of his contract. He bought everyone in the, lo- the bar right down the, right down the road from the stadium uh, a beer and a shot. So he came in there, bought everyone. We all got a beer and a shot, and it was, it was awesome. Got our only win, which is fine because we beat the damn Huskies, and he bought us a beer and a shot. And I'm like, okay, I like this coach. Legend. <laughs> National yeah. treasure. This hey, guy. he's the he's the oh, best yeah. post game interview ever. Dude, just interview in general. Yes, just oh, interview. Absolute. Period. Absolutely. I heard a story. I heard a story about him. I can't remember who I was listening to, but it was one of his like assistants at the time or something like that. They said that uh, he got a phone call and he picked it up and talked to the guy for like uh, like fifteen minutes, and then like they lost connection. So he called the guy back, talked for like another 45 minutes, gets off the phone and the assistant asks, asks Leach, he goes, who was that? He goes, I don't know. The guy had the wrong number. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about but he right. just started the guy, talking to him about whatever. I love it. Yeah. The guy said, said something about gummy worms and he went off for 25 minutes. <laughs> hey, hey, I hate to interrupt everybody. Just so everybody knows, we brought in Will from the Game On podcast 
And, are we uh, recording right now? <laughs> yeah, we are. We're yeah. always recording. Yeah, okay. we're in the middle of the show right, right it's now. It's my first time seeing the system. Okay. Uh, Chris was asking me, we were talking about uh, MLB, and I was talking about how many units I was up, and he was like, where are you getting this information? And I said, oh, well, my buddy Will over at uh, Game On Podcast. And uh, so I texted you and popped on. Well, here you go, coach. This is the <laughs> this is where I get it. Tell tell Can you tell everybody a little bit about your community, what you're kind of building over at Locals and what I had found, how we met? Yeah, yeah, I can. So uh, my name is Will. Um, I'm a pharmacist by day and a degenerate gambler by night. Uh, I like to drink beer. And yes, this is medical advice from your friendly pharmacist. Beer does cure hangovers. I'm a proven fact of that today. And uh, so what I do is I started off with a podcast. I just love I love sports betting. I love sports, everything sports. And from there, it's morphed into a whole bunch of things. That's kind of how, Chris, you and I have met uh, just lending any advice I can as we are, you know, as you start up, you just, you have something and it grows and you don't know how it's going to grow. Things change all the time. But, uh, I started with a podcast. It switched over into doing some streams. Now I got a YouTube channel. I've got a rumble channel. Uh, I'll probably have another, I got an odyssey channel, I'll probably another freaking channel coming up. Uh, but one thing that I do love is locals. Uh, so my channel over on locals is game on.locals.com. Uh, and what I'm building there is a community. Uh, sports gambling. Listen, there's so many scammers in this business. And uh, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to lose a ton of bets. I'm going to win a ton of bets. I'm going to lose. I'm being honest with you. But I don't, I don't want to just be another guy out there that gives you picks and you tell my picks. If you want to tell my picks, go ahead. I'm going to put them out there. But I want to create sports content which is sports betting, sports news, uh, kind of replacing what we, what, you know, ESPN used to be back in the day, you know, the fun stuff you would, when you enjoyed watching sports center and now it's just garbage. Yeah. The before I'm gonna the break, bus stop sports center. Exactly. So Stuart I'm going to, cr- yeah, I'm going to break, I'm going to break news when I can, when I have time and I'll make videos on it. I'll give you my opinion. But, uh, what I, what I'm doing over on locals is like, I don't want it to be all, all about me. I'm going to be like the captain of a, of a ship right? I'm steering the ship, but we got a whole bunch of stuff going on there. So over on locals, if you join it, not only will you get all my content and my, my picks, everything that I'm on, I've got a whole gang of guys over there and, and you got heavy steps with baseball. We got Zage with baseball. We got uh, my guy, Ryan with UFC. Everyone just throws their opinion out there. Like, Hey, here's what I'm on. And then I have daily live chats every day. We have a live chat and you can talk, talk picks out, plays out. You can do all sorts of things. Um, people, pin stuff up on there, like interesting facts, interest, interesting betting trends. That's what yeah, we kind of do. So we're kind of building a community of sports. You don't even have to be a sports gambler, but a lot of us are, but you just, if you enjoy sports, that's what we do over there. So that's, that's kind of the, it's kind of briefly what I do over at, at, uh, on my locals page and what we do over here at game on pretty clear to see why we're friends with him. <laughs> <laughs> we all call mingle well <laughs> our shows oh, yeah. yeah so what are you on tonight let's talk about it let's fire it up man uh, first tonight off, I pulled up hey first i gotta ask you about this team we've got a little thing going here at patriot sports radio uh you know my man eric up here claims to be some 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 sort of an expert and I, we follow his trials and tribulations along with chris and he a couple of shows back Throughout the over and under on uh, the mighty Baltimore Orioles, and uh, <laughs> and and I I jumped all over the over on that, and and so I just want to want to want to throw that out to you there, uh, Will, and get your take on the uh, the mighty Orioles this season as they uh, are off to a white hot start. Oh yeah! If these oh, trends yeah. continue, <laughs> well, uh, I'll be honest. MLB is. Um, 
I have, that's why I say I, I love my uh, game on community because uh, I got a guy, uh, Heavy Steps over there. He was over, I think it was up 130 units last season. Uh, so whenever he was strong on something, I would just tell him. Um, I'm getting into MLB this year. One thing that I'm doing up on my locals page is I'm tracking a couple, two trends, two trends that I want to bet. One of them is teams facing a sweep because uh, it's just one thing that I usually like to bet in general when I'm betting MLB is teams facing a sweep. And so I'm like, let's track it this season. So far, they're eight and one. I mean, it's it's very profitable right now. We'll see how that continues. Um, also, I'm tracking teams that are plus 135 or greater underdogs. And so I'm seeing how that's going right now. If you would just have blindly bet on if all you, of them, you'd be okay. up about six units. Now you're units. speaking my love language, Will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just in general, board. I like betting underdogs, but uh, I, you know, MLB it's just it's a grind. It's a long season, so I've never really dove deep into MLB. I'm a my bread and butter is the NFL. Uh, I love college football. I hate betting college football, though. I mean, I'll yep. do it because I'm a degenerate, but I hate it because it's just so crazy. But the NFL. Uh, is where I'm at. And then what I'm actually really good at betting too is the first round of the NBA playoffs, which is what we're on now. Um, that's another one of my bread and butters. And uh, But NFL is my main thing and I continue continue to try to grow my skills. So right now I'm diving into MLB. And so that's what I'm focusing on. And I can tell you right now from what I'm see- seeing this season, if they're a home underdog of plus 135 or greater, you want to bet on them. As like for your it. O's, uh, yeah, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> they're bad. Well, I mean, <laughs> let's let's. I mean, let's not sugarcoat it any. I mean, yeah, they're pretty bad. But are how bad it's are early. they going to get? It's is early. the question. Are they? Gonna, well, what was your over under? What What was it, Eric? Sixty you and a half, I believe it was. Sixty and a half. Well, you just got to hope they have one good month, right? That's you what know, I'm they, talking about. They get about. hot for our month, and then you're, you're looking pretty. Absolutely. Absolutely. Knock off yeah. like, you know, 15 wins in a month and you're a quarter of the way there. Yeah. Exactly. 30, exactly. 30 wins by the All-Star break. I mean, could happen. Yeah. Could happen. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. It could, it could happen. So so what do you got tonight in the NBA? Let's take a look. I haven't bet anything yet. I bet a few. Like I said, I was hung over this morning. And you know what's funny about being <laughs> when you get older and you're hung over? It lasts multiple days. And it's not, it's not, no, it's not that it's uh, and it's not like a bad hangover. Just woke up. My head is just kind of just something bugging me, but uh, I got little kids. I just, I just had a, uh, I got a kid that's two weeks old. Dude, and I that's got a, the I, worst thing for a hangover. I know I got, I got a kid that's almost two. And so, you know, the thing about a hangover, that's difference between now and college is that two year old doesn't care if you're hung over no, or not. He's, nope, he's getting nope. up. Oh, and by the way, he's getting up probably a half, which he did today, got up a half hour yep. earlier than he normally does. And I go, Oh, and you got to do all the same stuff. So that's that's why yep. I, he's he's down for a nap right now. And uh, I'm having a couple of these to nurse this, this, this pounding headache, but it's going good. But the basketball, I you know what? I'll tell you one thing. It's not today. I, I, I was looking last night. I did a drunk stream last night, hence why I'm hungover. And we were talking about all the basketball plays. I cannot believe, uh, and this isn't to, to tomorrow's play, but I cannot believe the Bulls are getting 10 points against the, against the Bucks. I understand the Bucks defending champs, you know, but 10 points in what should be, you know, kind of a little rivalry there. Um, I don't know. I, I, I tend to bet first quarter and first halves in the NBA. I've had a lot of success in that. And honestly, in the NBA, uh, I, I do really well with player props. What I like to do is, and here's one, one tip out there. You will, you will guarantee not to lose money. If you do this, this one tip, do not bet. If you're betting player props in the NBA, don't bet on all superstars. Because superstars are so unpredictable. They can stay hot. They, they can score 
35, 40 points in a game and do it again the next game, right? What you want to bet is the guys that aren't superstars or what I like to do is bet the guys coming off the bench. And yep. so I try to find some guys that come off the bench. You know, you got like, like for example, with the Heat, uh, going back a couple of, you know, over the last few years, Duncan Robinson comes on. If he has a huge game, I go and bet the under the next game. Uh, last year, I liked, I was on the, I was on the Suns. I was a big fan of the Suns early in the season. I actually got them to win their division at 10 to one, like in the middle of the season, they were two games up on the Lakers and the Clippers. And I go, you're giving me 10 to one on a team that's got a two game advantage. Um, so I was early on the Suns and I liked betting the Suns last year. And I, I made a lot of money off of uh, Cameron Payne last year. Uh, Cause when yeah. he would come in for Chris Paul, that guy would just, he, he was not afraid to shoot. And I go, I don't care if he, a lot of the times his, his over under on three points made was one and a half. And I go, dude, this guy's going to throw up at least five. Campaign and Julius Randall kept me in the black all year last year. Yeah. I should own a Julius Randall Jersey. I owe him that much. But here's the thing you got to remember, uh, cause I got a, uh, my buddy heavy steps. He's like, Hey, do we go back to the well on that this year? I go, no. Cause everyone knows about it now. I mean, the value yeah. is gone. You, you can't do it. It's just, that's the other thing about sports game. They got to know where the value is and where the value isn't like, I'm not going to bet something if it's not, not, not at the right price. And, um, yeah, so I, I was looking at this, I was looking at the, the game. Yes. We were going through all the matchups and stuff and I'm looking at the bulls and I'm like the bulls plus 10. I mean, uh, I don't know, but tonight I'll tell you what I, I really like. How do you guys feel? Um, have you guys looked at the, uh, the playoff picture for the NBA yet? Not much. Okay. I was looking at it last night. And I really, I really like if I were to take a futures bet and which I did do this morning, um, I like the, if I had to pick which teams to, to make it to the finals, um, because I love my, my main thing. I always tell people over on my page, take the profit. All right. If you can get bet, that's why I like betting underdogs, because if you can bet underdog and if you're going to focus on a game and watch it live, you can live bet and get the, the favorite at a, at a plus money bet live, you're guaranteed a profit. Um, the Warriors coming out of the West, they've got a nice path. I really like the Warriors, um, and I like the I like the Sixers. I know a lot of people are saying, telling me that Toronto is going to beat them in the series. I don't see it. I think the Sixers got a yeah, nice path to the, to the finals. Even even if they don't make it to the finals, I think the Sixers have a good shot of make it to the conference finals, and then you can hedge your way all through that to guarantee a profit. But uh, the Warriors tonight against the Nuggets home, they're laying six and a half. It looks like right now. Uh, I bet them. I like them first half. I think the Warriors are going to come out make a statement and they just got more shooters. They got more shooters than Denver. And, uh, so you got to lay minus three and a half. And that, that's my, uh, that's my big bet this evening. A three unit bet for me is going to be on, by the way, I only do one to three unit bets. Really. Uh, sometimes I do five if I'm absolutely, absolutely love it, but I'm a one to three unit better. Um, so three units on uh golden state minus three and a half for the first half. Love it. What are you guys on? Um, I got a cut. Well, I had Grizzlies minus six and a half. That's not looking great. I thought letdown spot for the Timberwolves six and a half. No problem. But, uh, I don't know what the score is in that guy in that game, right? Let now. me pull that Grizzlies up. Right. I bet that so, like, I, this was the thing I worked on this year was betting first quarters and first halves. And so I think I took the dog. I took, uh, let's see. Oh, it's tied. Okay. So I took, I took uh, Minnesota first half with the three and a half points. And then I also, so I put two units on that and I put one unit on the money line. I like to do that every, that way if they still cover, but don't win it, I'll still come out a little bit profitable, but yeah. Yep, so it looks I, like we're tied 47. That's a high score and a half already. Yeah. So if you had the over, congrats. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, that's what I like to do too. I got uh D'Angelo Russell to have most points 
in the game. He tends to do well against Memphis. I got a KD triple double just for the hell of it. Okay. And then I made a, I made a, I built a DJ parlay that flies in the face of everything you guys just said about my Bucks. Dude, I love, I love DJ parlays. Uh, <laughs> where is it? It's twenty to one. Giannis forty-five points, thirteen boards. Bucks over one nineteen and a half. Bucks win, not to cover the ten. I had to cover the ten, and it was only like it didn't improve the odds a whole lot. I'm like, let's just take the win. Hey, that could all happen, and still, you oh, know, yeah. Bulls could I cover think, the ten. You know, I, mean, I think in a game one, this will be sort of a fuck you, Joe Boo game for for Giannis. He's driving to Fiserv in his G wagon. Like, if I have to do it myself tonight, I'll do it myself tonight. But we're getting this one zero lead. That's the most curious thing I have about the Bucks. I'm like, uh, you know, they they've been all right this season. They haven't been anything like super impressive, but I mean, they've been good. They've been good based off their standards. I say it based off their standards. I'm not not dogging them. They're, they're a good team. Obviously, they're defending champs. But it's like, are they going to flip the switch in the playoffs like last yeah. year? We'll find out. They flipped the switch it last year against been, the Nets. The atmosphere hasn't been the same as last year. There was a lot of excitement like, wow, we could really do this. Holy shit. Like, we're the favorite. We didn't know how to handle it. Now this year, it's just kind of, I haven't heard or seen the same kind of excitement or festivities. Are we already spoiled? People are predicting a Suns, a Suns Bucks rematch for the final. So uh, I don't think either team Maybe gets back there. It's it's really it's really hard. It's really hard for these teams. That's what people don't get. I mean, you can look at the Suns. They have a great record, right? And yeah, they should get back. And they've got, they're going to make it to the conference finals. They've got an easy path there, um, yeah. or the easiest path there, but. Man, it's so hard. I mean, just look at look at last year, you know, the teams that were great. Look at Atlanta last year, right? Now Atlanta had to play had to make a couple playing game wins to even get into the playoffs, yeah. right? Like it's people forget it's year over year things turn and so you look at the Bucks and like like I said, it's like are they going to flip the switch? They flipped the switch when they were down against the Nets and it was actually a miracle that they were able to pull that off. Uh do they have the same hunger? They've already won the title, right? Do they have the same hunger? We'll see. We'll find out. I'm not going to bet on or against them really all that much until I can kind of like gauge it and watch it. Yeah, that's another team, the Nets, that sort of flipped the switch on and off. Mm -hmm. When they played the Cavs the other night, I I took the Cavs and then I figured, you know, their game sort of, from what I've observed, like snap back like a rubber band. They'll get a big lead and then they'll sort of just coast. So... I took the points and then I waited for them to get ahead. And then Cleveland was getting like 12 and a half live. I'm like, well, let's take those two. And they covered the original line of like seven or six or whatever it was. But yeah, and NCAA tournament, I like to do that a lot too. Because you'll see the favorite get down like 10 points or Mm -hmm. eight points in the first half. And all of a sudden they flip to like a plus 200 to win the game. Like, well, that's going to happen. They're playing a 14 seed. That was the Zags all all of their games, right? Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I think most of my profits came from live bets like that in the tournament. That's the thing that other people don't understand about sports betting. It's like, okay, you can, it's so hard to pick a side. It's so hard to be on uh, that. That's what sucks about sports betting is like you get into it and the easiest thing to do is pick a side, right? Yeah, they didn't build the MGM grand by paying out bets. Exactly. But I tell people, I'm like, listen. You got to start here, baby steps. You got to start picking sides. And then someone was talking to me the, the other day about it. And they're like, oh, you know, oh, no, no, Chris, Chris, it was you when I signed you up for your account. Right. And I was like, uh, you were talking about 
looking at like, we were looking at like live bets or something like that and i go hey this is for like real degenerates and people that know what they're doing how about don't go to this page yet all right don't go yeah, here don't confuse yourself yeah just start with the basics take the the i think it was the cardinals you went on to beat the brewers or something let's start there learn a little bit don't dive into this 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 other atmosphere but that's what people don't understand like when i talk about uh me and my buddy always say ttp take the uh take the profit Take the profit. So yep. if you can find a way, especially if you're going to watch the game, like I won't bet on a game. That's the key. Yeah. I won't bet on a game. If there's a game that I'm like, oh, I can I can probably guarantee a profit here. But if I can't watch it and be able to bet it live, which is getting harder and harder with having kids now, <laughs> it's yeah. like, uh, which bit me in the ass. I was looking at a, what was the, the national championship game. Um, I had UNC. I, I picked them before the sweet 16. I had them at like 28 to one. And I decided not to hedge in a title game. And I could have hedged when uh, Kansas was down, right? At uh, 15 and a half. Yeah. And, uh, but I was busy. I was busy with yep. <laughs> the kids and doing all that shit. And I'm like, oh, they're up 15. No one comes back from that. And of course they do, right? But like, it, you've got to be an active better. I talk about this all the time. You got to be an active better. You got to look for those spots, look for live opportunities because if you're in it for the long run, if you're just someone that wants to come in, for a weekend and bet a bunch of shit for a weekend. Fine. Cool. Do it. If you're someone that has a bankroll trying to do this every day and do the grind of this stuff, Eric, you tweeted out the other day about like it's MLB is like you've placed 20 bets and you were up like uh, a unit. It's like five it's like, bucks. Yeah. 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 It's your, or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's such a damn grind day in and day out. And then some people it weighs on them. It gets depressing after a while. It's like, yeah, you're going to have your, your good times. You're going to have your bad times. Uh, but, but you know, if you stick with it, you're, you're going to be profitable and live betting is where you can make a lot of money, a lot of money, especially why I like the first round of the playoffs. You want to bet, um, when the books are distracted. So like when I tell people with the NFL, if you want to bet player props in the NFL, uh, you want to bet, uh, just pick a division. Don't, don't try to bet the whole thing. Pick one division and focus on that division. Want to know why the books as good as they are, they don't have time to calculate out every yeah. single team, every single player. So if you master a division and you watch those teams play and you watch those players and you watch the matchups, you're going to know when the books are off because they're going to just generically put something out there. And yep. you'll be able to yeah, spot and you're gonna when know, something's oh, wrong. Darnell Mooney is going to get the ball more this week because of A, B, and C. He's going to exactly. easily go over 46 and a half yards or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. I love, and that's why, that's why, because it goes bad sometimes you, when, when you're on a heater, you got to bask in it. You got to really, I've learned to, after a couple cold streaks that when it's really going well to just sit back and be like, this is awesome. This is for mm -hmm. every time I check it's crooked green numbers. This is fantastic. And then, uh, and then that helps get through the cold streaks mm -hmm. a little bit too. But baseball is just like, <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am up, I'm down, so... I am back to even. I but I haven't. I told Chris last night I haven't deposited since before the NCAA tournament. So that's how I gauge success. Mm -hmm. It's been a long time since I've deposited. We're doing well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I I always tell people I so I I have like a set number that I have in my bank account. So I'll put twenty five hundred bucks. I have that in there. And we gamble with that. And when it gets to a certain number, I pull it out because if I leave it in there, it's going to just going to evaporate. Yep. Right. And then if I need yep. to, if it gets down, I need to reload or reload. But I just day by day, week by week, we kind of look at that and uh, you just pull those profits when you can. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just going to bet more. 
And be like, oh, this is house yeah, money. Like yeah, a lot this, of this is house money. Not, not I could throw a hundred on this. <laughs> that's exactly. Or or you just you get too confident. You're like, well, I'm already up. I can get yeah, a little riskier. Let's miss. throw a parlay together. Yeah, let's throw let's throw a hundred dollar parlay together. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Yep. You're building it like, oh, that's good. I mean, plus seventy five hundred is good, but. I gave out a three three team parlay the other day uh, Sunday in the MLB, and uh, I'm glad it hit. It paid like I think six seventy five or something like that. I'm glad it hit because uh, some of the ones I gave out this week, just regular plays, have failed. But at least the followers over on my locals page are like, "Hey, we still remember that parlay. We're still up." I'm like, "Okay, good." <laughs> hey, Will. Before you came on, me, uh, me, Eric, and the coach, we got a little bit deep off into Baker Mayfield. And I'm not, I just because I know you, I know you have some strong takes. He, Your future you have quarterback. Some strong takes on Baker Mayfield. Uh, you oh, want to? No, no, no. I'm not wanna, a Seattle fan. I hate the Seahawks. You want to fill Chris in on 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 your Baker Mayfield take? Yeah, he's going to Seattle. He's going to Seattle. I mean, it's listen. Uh, it's like so. I have a problem with people. I make some videos, and I've, I actually I love it because it gets so many views on the YouTube channel, and I get so many people irritated, and they comment. And I'm like, every time they comment and tell me I'm an idiot, I go, "Thank you for the view. Love it." And uh, no, no, I mean, it just makes too much sense that he ends up in Seattle. Uh, he's now said that he's so I, I predicted. Well, yeah, I, I mean, they're talking about Carolina. Carolina players. Uh, Robbie Anderson came Carolina out the other day said they don't said want they him. don't want him. Yeah, and so it's just one of those things that's funny, and you guys will find this out as you do if you get on social. You know, you get in media, you start making. That's what I'm saying. It's like you know, we're trying to replace the old sports center and stuff like that. We're gonna have some hot takes. We're gonna guess. We're gonna put some stuff out there. We're gonna have takes that people don't don't all agree with, and you just got to roll with the punches and whatnot. But I'm telling people, I'm like, this just I, this what we're coming up on a month now that I said that he's going to ultimately end up in Seattle and here's how it's going to go down. And as the month has come along, we're seeing more and more evidence. And here's the thing that pisses me off. You can tell the people that don't watch the full video because they'll be like, that doesn't make any sense. It's because Seattle doesn't have enough cap space for that. And I'm like, well, idiot, listen, I told you, the Browns are going to in minutes seven through nine. I fucking told you, dude. I go. I'm like, I'm like, listen, the, the Browns are going to eat the cap space. They're like, the Browns aren't going to do that. The Browns are going to just cut them. Why would the Browns cut them? The Browns are on the hook for what 18 would they gain from that? Listen, other than the only thing they would gain is a roster spot, but they would they have to eat 18 and a half million in the beginning. People are like, oh, Baker Mayfield. I heard some people out there, some ridiculous takes people that i like to follow that do some independent sports stuff they're like oh baker can get a first round draft pick i go the hell they he can not on maybe if he was in year two of his contract but it's all about contracts in the nfl it's not about it's not about like who the player is it's about the contract and what you're getting and and you're getting baker on his fifth year option which is 18 and a half million no one's giving up a first round draft that's a roster spot plus two guys that you now can't afford yeah, exactly. So my whole thing was, I, I, I said, I go, listen, Cleveland's going to have to eat the salary cap on this. So they're going to eat a majority of it because the veteran, the, the minimum uh, for him to sign is, is like 1.1 million or something like that. So they're going to eat a majority of it. So what do they want in return for that? Well, Cleveland's going to want a decent draft pick. I'm like, we're, I go, I hear as high as three. I don't think they're going to get a three. They'll pfft, I mean, we're now seeing a third. It's it, reports coming out. It's going to be a third day pick. I think they ultimately Seattle caves and probably ends up giving. They have two fourth round picks. Probably gives up one of those fourth round picks, um, which I think is is a great deal to take a gamble on on Baker. But yeah, yeah you, you just you see these people. Uh, they they're out there. They're talking about like, oh, that doesn't make you sense. They'll just cut them. 
Why would they cut him? They're going to pay $18.5 million to get rid of him to him. Now he can sign to any team he wants. And guess what? He's got, he hates you guys now. He's going to yeah. go sign with the Steelers even if he didn't want to be with the Steelers. I want to know why? Because he hates you guys and he gets to play you twice a year. So and now you just gave him to a shit. Yeah. You just gave a division rival, a quarterback, you know, obviously you guys liked him enough to keep him around for four years. Um, so he's not all that bad, for, you know. He's not terrible, according to you guys, or else you wouldn't have kept him around that long. And then you're going to be paying his salary for him to play against you. That doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense at all. They're going to trade him. And I said, it's just, it's, it's because Cleveland has no leverage. So this is going to be drawn out. And as closer we get to the draft, that's, that's when we're going to see it happen. Of course, you know, people just roast me. He's not into Seattle makes too much sense. Here's why you got Pete Carroll. Who's clearly just, he's just a filler spot right now. Pete Carroll's not doing anything that this is rebuild mode, but they don't, they're, they're not ready to hire a new coach. They're going to probably hire a new coach here in a year or two, probably after this year. I think this is Pete's last year. They're probably just say, Pete, listen, I'm going to have you kind of good run. You know, yeah, you had a good run, brought us the Super Bowl. We're gonna we're gonna keep everything level here one more year as we start to rebuild a little bit, and then we're gonna bring in a coach as we start gaining some more talent this year. Why not roll the dice on Baker Mayfield? I mean, I'm not saying he's gonna and people are telling me they have Drew Locke. <laughs> okay, right, right. That because that worked out real well. I mean, they'll cut yeah. Drew Locke in an instant like that. I'd rather take Baker over Drew Locke. And I'm not a huge Baker fan, but his attitude, if you know anything about this area, if you know anything about Seattle and the 12s and how they do all that shit, like I said, I'm not a Seattle fan. I'm actually a Patriot. I'm a Tom Brady fan, but I'm a Patriot fan. Uh, Seattle, they would love, love Baker. He would be, they would cheer him up because that's what they do. The 12s, they get behind whoever's there. Whoever's there, they rally it up and they love that person as long as they're a Seahawk. And so, Baker Mayfield to Seattle makes so much sense. You got a coach there, Pete Carroll, who's just, you know, cheering him on, a uh, player's coach, uh, Baker with a chip on his shoulder playing for his contract and a team that's rebuilding. What do you got to lose? And where else are you going to go? Nowhere. Really, really nowhere. Unless you want to be a backup, which he doesn't. So, I mean, he could come in, win the starting yep. spot. I know people are saying that, oh, they signed Geno Smith this week. That means that they're not. No, they've said that they've got another spot for for another quarterback. They're looking for another quarterback. I don't think they're. This was another thing people told me. They go, oh, they're going to draft a quarterback this year. So why would they take Baker? Okay, let's let's just think about that Ooh. logic real quick. You could still draft a quarterback and have him sit behind Baker. Because last I checked, the quarterback class this year is not all that great. Want to know how no. I know? Uh, don't know any of the names and I watch college football. And also uh, they're telling me that the over under for receivers going in the first round is five and a half. That is insane. So it's not, it's not a heavy draft class for quarterbacks. So maybe they take a guy, take a flyer, but you might as well take a guy that's been in the league for four years and uh, has some experience and at least can teach that guy how to be a professional quarterback. If you do end up drafting a quarterback, which I don't think Seattle does now. I like it. That's a good thing. I like to talk and I like to ramble. So if you guys just needed me to shut up, you no. just tell me whenever. No, uh, we so can, That's great. That's great. <laughs> There's stuff. a reason why I have a no, microphone I wanted to hear the whole channel. Take. Because, uh, Will, because like coach there, he's in Oklahoma. I'm from Oklahoma. There's some OU fans that listen to this and they'll love to hear that. Okay. So you guys know Baker, up. right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. We, we, we know Texas Baker Tech, well. We know Baker yeah. very well. So let me ask you this then. Do you think he's going to succeed? Like, do you think he can be an NFL quarterback or is he just going to be average, maybe a good backup or whatnot? What What do you think? Do you think it was just a bad fit in Cleveland? No, I I think that I think there's a little bit of both. I think, number one, it's the Browns. Cleveland is always the Browns and they do Browns things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he went he went there and 
and essentially did what Baker does and said, I'm going to put the city on my back and we're going to do great things. And, and Cleveland in true Cleveland fashion did, did Cleveland things. And, and now everybody's butt hurt over the deal. I, I, I do think Baker can play in the right fit. I, People people forget that he won them a playoff. When's the last time the Browns right. won a playoff game no, in like right. twenty years or something like that? Right? You're exactly right, and I do think that he can he can play in the right fit. Um, you know, I, I I question does he have the ego to set behind somebody? I, I'll be honest with you. I think the the best fit for him would be naturally to go and and maybe set behind somebody who was a a a living legend like. You know, uh, Brady or, or or somebody like that to be able to study. We don't have any. We don't have many of those left anymore, though. Like you got Brady and Rogers, right? Yeah, like, you're exactly right. If if he could if he could go and do that, but I don't think his ego would let him do that. No. But he he would learn a lot from something like that. I don't know. To me, the best the best scenario for him plays out maybe competing for the starting job in a Pittsburgh or something like that because that's something he can put a chip on his shoulder and act like the world's against him again. And that's when he's at his best. Um, I think Seattle, I think Seattle's the best spot for him. Honestly, like it, not just because it makes sense, but because you've got an offense that was already geared up around a smaller quarterback, like a smaller mobile, mobile quarterback like him, right? Russell Wilson. So it's, it's right. already used to that. They need to rebuild that offensive line. And obviously they're in a rebuild in general. Um, you got a, you got DK Metcalf there. So he's got a good receiver that he can throw to, but it's just, it's, it's a great, I'm not. I hate. I hate Seattle. I hate them because I bet on them. They lose. I bet against them. They win. I, it's just my curse. It, whether it's the Mariners, the Seahawks, it's been that's been my life. Uh, but one thing about the Twelves and everything there is like that atmosphere and that. I don't know if you haven't been there, you don't understand who the Twelves are and how, how they rally. When I say they rally, they rally behind that person. And if you got a guy pissed off and wants to, and has the talent, he has the talent. And as long as he's healthy this next year, I think he can. I think he can do it. I think that team will. I'm not saying they're going to do anything great and make the playoffs or anything like that. I think he could have a good season, though. They're going to win some games, be competitive, and be interesting. People forget about them up there because, uh, you know, I mean, people forget that that's that's the second best home field advantage in football behind Arrowhead. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they're 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 ridiculous yeah. up there, and it may. I mean, I, it, Arrowhead is amazing, and I, I've been there multiple times. I don't know if you have, but. That stadium, and I've never been there, but I see it on TV. I mean, I think they're they're second only in decibels to Arrowhead, but they they oh, yeah. you know yeah. that's that's a yeah. great loud place, and they really get behind the Seahawks no matter if they suck or not. So, no, yeah, they're they're there. They're, it doesn't matter if the Seahawks are zero and eleven. That place is going to be filled if it's a home game. They, that's the one thing about the Twelves. They get I've been to the games uh, several times, and it's just. It is it is nuts. And if you like you said, Baker comes in and promises all these things and says, I'm going to put the city on my back and whatnot. And that's exactly what Seattle wants to hear. And they don't care if it ends up happening or not. They're just they just want to they want to have fun. (laughs) I mean, really, they want to have fun. And who's more fun than Baker? He can talk the talk and go out there and make plays. And I mean, you you get a guy like that out there uh, in Seattle. And I think I think it's a good fit. I think it's a good one-year fit. I don't think I don't know. If, you know, obviously extending him order. It's a good. Hey, you got to prove it this year. Come prove it. And I think it's it's just it's great for both parties. And I think it happens. Yeah, it's probably the best option. I don't see where else he would go. And he's he's the kind of guy they would like, like you said. And I can picture the jersey in my mind. It's easy to picture the Bay- Baker Mayfield Seattle jersey. And here's so why he's not going places and they look weird in the jersey. I don't like it. 
Yeah, and here's why he's not going to Carolina. This has got to play against Tom Brady twice a year. No one wants to do that, right? Well, I <laughs> no. think you hit the nail on the head. I don't think they really want him. And no. uh, you know, Rule Rule is is not a, not a Baker guy. He's no. not. No. There's certain people that fit with him. Rule is not that guy. I, I yeah. don't. I, I think that would be like oil and water. So yeah, yeah. It's. It, I don't know. It's going to happen. It's just like I said, Cleveland has no leverage. So it's all about arguing about the draft pick. Which draft pick are they going to give up? We're going to see it in a couple weeks. I'm going to make another video on it today. Actually, probably just to piss people off. Yeah. (laughs) Because I, dude, I don't care. Those are like my Baker takes end up getting me the best views. And I'm like, all right, well, let's keep rolling with this. You guys can keep telling me I'm an idiot, but people people love some Baker Mayfield. (laughs) He's, he's always, uh, He's always in the news. I mean, around here, man, he anything that anything that he says is 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 audio gold. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh I also think I want to get you guys' take on this. And I, I'm sorry if I'm hijacking whatever the plan is. No, but, man, uh, you're you're good. Yeah, good. I got about I got about five more minutes and I've got to jump off here because I got an eighteen year old daughter. Hey, listen. When they get old, you start waking them up, and then they demand more. Oh, way I got more a, money. I got a daughter that's in in middle school. There you it's, go. It's, there you it's go. The worst right now. She, oh, she's wearing me out right now, wanting to go somewhere. So okay, okay. How about this? Let's talk about my 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 favorite favorite NFL player, the goat, uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> doesn't it not? Does it not make sense? I think so. Uh, two things I want to talk about real quick, and I'll lay it out, and you can pick which one you want to talk about. One, I think he ends up in San Francisco at some point, probably next year. I think it just makes too much sense. And two, uh, there's this like diab, and I, I'm diving into it a little bit more. I'm going to do a video on it. There's like a diabolical Game of Thrones type of uh, a theory out there that Bill Belichick blew up Tom Brady's plans of going to Miami. I believe every word of it. I've heard that a little bit. I've heard a little bit of that. Tom, because I go, why the hell does Tom want to go to Miami? Why would you want that headache? The team's, eh, right? I liked, you know, when Brian Flores was It never made sense that Bill Belichick would make a mistake like that. Well, they were offering him some kind of ownership in the team, that's which was where a huge it came in. thing. That's why. That's why I was like, "Why would he want to go to Miami?" It makes no sense. But he, that's that's the key. Yep. He was going to be a minority owner. Yep. And he was going to be mm-hmm. a player owner, like the first time that's ever happened, right? So I'm like, "Oh, it makes sense." Giselle right. would like Miami. She can do all that stuff. He can make right. that fly. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just a quick trip down. You know, they they don't really have to move all that much. And, you know, whatever. It, moving to them and all that stuff for celebrities and stuff. It's they nothing. have people for um, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I'm like, okay, that makes more sense. Because I'm like, when I first heard that the Miami was going to trade for him, because I'm like, it makes more sense that he'd go to San Francisco. That's the team he grew up watching. Uh, they mm-hmm. just need a quarterback, and he doesn't have to do right. anything. they got a great defense. They've got a great you know, offense. And Debo yeah, Samuel, and I guarantee you if Tom Brady was – Guarantee you, if Tom Brady was on the San Francisco 49ers right now, Debo Samuel would not be holding out on a contract dispute right now. No. All right? That, that would, shit would get cleared up real quick. Absolutely. Um, so – I, but I heard, I'm like, when, when I heard that he was going to Miami, I go, this, this doesn't really make all that much sense. Why would he want to go there? Because of the headache. Like, you're going to be back. First of all, why do you want to go to the AFC this year? The AFC is loaded when it comes to, like, quarterback talent. Uh, that it, it, it's, it, I mean, basically, you got Brady and Rodgers, and I guess Stafford and the Rams now with all the stuff that they've done. They're going to be competitive again, too. Other than that, the NFC is pretty weak this year, which is kind of strange. But the AFC, you've got quarterback after quarterback after quarterback, especially in the AFC. What is it? The AFC West with the Kansas West, City and yeah. all of them. Yeah. So I'm like, why would you want to go back to the AFC? Not only is the AFC stacked, not only are you going to be in the division with the Patriots, and you've got to have that storyline twice a year of playing against, you know, like, like just 
not saying he couldn't handle it, but it's just one of those things like, why would you yeah. want to deal with, oh God, Brady's playing the Patriots again and we got to go through this storyline for a week. Um, but when they brought the ownership stuff up in stuff up, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense why you want to do that. Then I go back and remember, hey, remember that controversy about Bill Belichick texting Brian Flores? Yeah. And yeah. he accident accidentally yeah. text the wrong guy. Yeah, Brian. because he doesn't have last names in his contacts. <laughs> oh, because Bill Belichick Belichick misses you know misses details like that, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's not a detail-oriented guy. I could see how that would happen. <laughs> so then yeah. so, so then I started thinking about it and I heard this like, did he do that on purpose to blow up everything? Because that lawsuit is the reason why they they ended up not going because they well, were gonna bring apart. in they were gonna bring in Brady and Sean Payton, and that would have been spectacular. Yep. Right. And uh, I'm just like, ooh, there's something here. I got to yeah. dive into it. I want to know what you guys thought about that. Yeah, and they were going to circumvent the Rooney rule too. No, he would do it. He would do it in a heartbeat. He doesn't. Who who wants to see that two times a year? There's no way. Yeah, yeah. He would do it in a heartbeat. Exactly. That that, that makes too much sense. It's too many pieces yes. of the puzzle that fit. I know. I, that's what I was thinking. I'm like that. That that. If you, oh man, that is some petty shit. But I mean, if you know, after 20 years with someone and you oh, know, yeah. seeing them succeed, you, it wouldn't put it past Bill to do oh, something. Absolutely, like that. man. Because hey. not not only do, is it the better interest for his team, because I think Bill, that's all he thinks about. What's yep. the best interest for the Patriots? Absolutely. What's the best interest for the Patriots? And then on top of he can get spite Tom for leaving and and doing all this stuff. It's just that's just gravy on top right there. Absolutely. Yep. Man, Will Will's great, man. We need to have him on more often. You, you come dude, I'm back available. and visit with us? Oh hell yeah, Absolutely. dude. I'll be on I'll be on whenever, man. Like uh Chris has got it. You just send me send me and you guys gotta come over on my show and we'll all hang out and I will do it. Yeah, we'll get on with Will too. We'll go back yeah, and forth. Sure. It'll be fun. That's hell awesome, yeah. man. Hey man, hell it was yeah. great to meet you, man. Thanks for coming today. Good meeting you too, man. Absolutely. Thanks, Will. Mm-hmm. Are we wrapping it up? Man, I got to get off here. I got to, I got getting toe tapped by an 18 year old. That's how it works. All right. (laughs) Coach has to go parent. Absolutely. She's, she's, she was bit. I told her 15 minutes, 30 minutes ago. (laughs) Hold on, Avery. God bless. (laughs) All right. Chris, kick the outro music. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.